Do you want to become a better songwriter? Well, we created a very simple 10 minute songwriter personality test, and it's going to help you better understand who you are as a writer. And it's going to help you in the writer's room when you're writing with other writers, because you're going to be able to identify what kind of writer they are. Maybe even have them take the songwriter personality test. If you're curious and you want to take the songwriter personality test today, just visit songwriterpersonalitytest.com or go to the link on the writingworship.co website. Hey guys, stay tuned. At the end of this episode, we're going to be offering you an amazing coupon code for a new song administration course to help you make the most of your songs. This is the Brave Podcast, awakening dreams, purpose, and songs. Brave exists to encourage, resource, and connect brave women around the world for the glory of God. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Brave Podcast. This is Chrissy Nordoff, and I have a friend with me today named Holly Salzar. Is that right, Holly? You got it right. I said it right? It's like salad bar with Z's. Okay. That's a good way to remember it. Um, But Holly has something to share that I thought would be amazing for you guys to hear. Um, So she has a knack for kind of uh, studying, analyzing, figuring out this whole process of song and what we do once we write the song and where the journey actually takes us. So she's going to share a little bit about that with us today, which I'm very excited to hear about. I get a lot of questions on that topic. Tons of questions. Yeah. Um, and if if you're with a publisher, it's things you don't normally think about. Right. It's things that are taken care of or um, you have conversations with people that, you know, that that's what they do. That's their world. They study that. But if you're an independent artist, or independent writer, which most people are, um, and especially with the way things have changed recently, things continue to change. It's really something that's important to stay on top of. So thank you so much for joining us today, Holly, to share your wisdom and research with us. Um, Why don't we start with you just telling us a little bit about you, about what you do and your heart? Yeah, so I know we were talking earlier before we started, and I just say I drink a lot of coffee and do a lot of things at this Mm -hmm. point. Um, I spent several years in publishing here in Nashville, Mm -hmm. uh, mostly in the country music and pop world. Um, I've worked for BMI for several years and really became full-time writer in the Christian realm and also TV film and mm-hmm. really just kind of go back and forth every day. You know, some days I do song admin for churches and then I'll go write a song later in the afternoon. And then sometimes I go speak at conferences uh, or for churches to help them, you know, release their music. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So currently right now, are you on staff at a church or are you sort of freelancer? Are you signed with a publisher? Or are you an uh, independent writer right now? Yeah, so a little bit of everything. Um, I am part of a church plant in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. We are New Tribe Church, and I'm not on staff, but I am a worship leader at the church and mm-hmm. serve there frequently. Um, when it comes to you know writing for CCM, uh, I own my own publishing for that, but uh, TV film, I do have a few publishing deals in place and an artist deal as well. Wow, that's quite a list. That's interesting. So you've <laughs> kind of had really a perspective in both worlds, the independent 
and yeah. the signed world. Like you can kind of navigate through both of those worlds. Yeah, for sure. I've spent a lot of time on both sides of the desk and mm-hmm. in the middle of the desk. So, um, yeah, coming from a country pop kind of world into Christian and writing for churches was, you know, it was a very interesting process. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't change a thing. I just love it so much. That's so cool. Yeah, my so- heart's like really for the church and Mm -hmm. I just love the local church and writing and seeing churches write, you know, for their congregation Mm -hmm. and where they're headed. And it's just, it's a journey. It's a journey of a song. Right. That's amazing. So not only are you experienced in different sides of publishing and artistry and all of that, but also different genres too. That's really cool. But your heart's for the church. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's amazing. Thanks. Well, tell us um, how you would follow that journey. Like what happens, um, that whole process that you and I have sort of texted back and forth about. Yeah. All of these things that um, that are in place and the processes that it walks through and and how it gets from the writing room to the world. Yeah. How does that happen? I mean, how does that happen? <laughs> if you know, <laughs> then I want to know. Right. I do not understand that still. Hey, it's okay. Um, Yeah. So it's really more of a song admin perspective. You know, once the song is written, sometimes writing the song is the easiest part. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, step one, song is done. Um, And I I mean, we go to a lot of rounds in Nashville, and there's a lot of brave worship rounds. And just over time... Um, I've probably heard a lot of the same questions you've heard. Like, what do we do with our song? Like, we're performing it live, but but how do we protect that live performance? What do we do with it? Mm-hmm. Do we need a copyright on it? Yes, um, that question all the time. All the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, step one, really, after writing the song is um, performance rights organizations. Mm-hmm. You know, here in the U.S., we have three options. Other countries, you really just have one. Um, we have BMI, ASCAP, or CSAC, mm-hmm. um, and then there's GMO, which is um, Irving Azoff's company. It's more of a private company. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, GMR is probably not one you would join. <laughs> but um, Which one would you join? Like, if you were looking to join one right now, because I actually yeah. have been a part of all three. I know. <laughs> and I'm at Gosh. one right now. I'm like, oh, I should have just stayed at the <laughs> one I was at before. Yeah, then. so... Um, People yeah, same with me. All the time too. Yeah, I would really research the three of them just to see which you're more comfortable with. They all kind of do the same thing. They're all there to collect and distribute royalties mm-hmm. um, and and live performances as well. I was a member of CSAC first, which mm-hmm. at the time, you know, eleven years ago when I joined them, it was I believe a seven year contract that you signed and you had to be invited to mm-hmm. be a member. Um, which isn't that prestigious because I think I just emailed somebody some songs and they were like, congratulations, you're a member. <laughs> and I was like, yay. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I'm actually with BMI um, uh-huh. now. And BMI is the largest performance rights organization in the world. Uh-huh. Um, we are a billion-dollar company. ASCAP is really right behind them. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, a performance rights organization – Their job is to collect and distribute royalties for any public performance of a song. Um, That comes from radio, airplay, streaming, live performances, or blanket licensing. Mm -hmm. Um, Blanket licensing, I always hear a lot of questions on that. Mm -hmm. 
But blanket licensing is just a type of license that allows a music user Mm -hmm. to play or perform all compositions covered under that license without a limit for a one annual fee. So is that like restaurants and coffee shops? It goes anywhere from restaurants, coffee shops, bars to Mm -hmm. actual TV networks and radio stations, um, any venue where music's played at. You'll walk into a building and if you look on the front door, you'll see... Uh, you'll, you're supposed to see a, a sticker, sticker that right. says, you know, BMI, ASCAP, and CSAC. You'll see one for all three. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't see one for all three, then they probably just didn't license it with either CSAC or ASCAP or BMI. And they're not paying. And they're not paying. Palmer for the songwriters. <laughs> right, yes. Yeah. It's, the struggle is real. Yes. Um, so, yeah, really... Um, performance rights organization is where it starts. And as a writer, they're free to join. Um, if you're wanting to have publishing under your performance rights organization, you know, BMI is $150. So that publishing can come in handy later when you're getting into uh, CCLI or if you're having um, a song that gets single signed to a publisher, mm-hmm. you can split the publishing with your own publishing and then like capital CMG or integrity can come alongside and split that with you, depending on that agreement, of course. Well, let's pause right there. So when you say publishing, basically you're meaning you would set up your own independent publishing company. Correct. Right? Yeah. And for the 150 bucks. Right. Yeah. And um, and that you would have to take care of yourself, all the admin, right. the royalty collecting, all of those things. Correct. You have to do that yourself. Right. But yeah. It is nice to have that in place if you get a cut or if you, yeah. um, you know, if something happens um, and you can always get help with the admin if you need help. For sure. And there are several companies, too, that... Um, you can just have admin from Mm -hmm. right now. uh, What's really cool is that a lot of distribution companies like distro kid, song trust, TuneCore, they are now implementing um, almost like a admin bank. So you can actually send distribution of royalties to writers or publishers directly from what you receive. Mm -hmm. And they take a lot of that work from you. So the industry is catching up. That's good. With what's happening mm-hmm. with so much streaming and digital uh, so, like songs coming out, you know, everything is shifting and they've made it a lot easier as an independent writer or artist to, to do those things. Mm-hmm. So that's a great thing. Um, you know, from my standpoint, running my own publishing company for the for the church and, and Christian songwriting, um, I do the admin myself. So so performance rights organization, you would just register each song that you write with the organization. Mm-hmm. And then I keep track of live performances. So if my song is being played by um, a friend in a bar in Pennsylvania, then I'm going to go into my account and log that live performance so that I get paid for that performance. Wow. Well, and what do you do if it gets past the point where you know that it's being performed? Yeah, so there's actually a 90-day window with BMI. So if it's been performed anywhere in the last three months, um, and so like if I'm just finding out that it was performed in November or December, I can still log into my account, register that performance, and then they'll pay uh, quarterly performance royalties, and then any live performance is twice a year. Okay. But I'm just wondering all my songs I never did that with. What happens? That's a very long email to the admin company at uh, the admin department at BMI. You could still still uh, 
email them a whole list of your songs. Oh my god. It's just a little bit longer of a process. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So yep. you have to ask for those royalties. They don't just give those to you. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of work to being a songwriter. Yeah. It's more than writing the song. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So yeah, you would definitely um start now. Yeah. And maybe do a little backtracking once your accounts are set up Mm -hmm. to make sure that you are getting paid for your songs being performed, whether it's on radio, at a restaurant, Mm -hmm. a coffee shop, or um, any other performance. Wow. I don't think I can do that. (laughs) I think I'm a little overwhelmed. (laughs) But, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, and especially that's good to know if you're starting out and you are just getting some stuff out there. Right. Or you're about to, because um, you can probably start tracking it immediately. Right. Rather than having to go Yeah, back. and it takes just a few weeks to get an account set up. Uh, mm-hmm. Publishing takes a little bit longer, but in the meantime, you can still register uh, through your writer account and um, just start tracking everything. Now, the only exception to that would be performance through CCLI, correct? Correct. Yeah. CCLI is a separate entity. Um, Mm -hmm. It's for songs that are being played in churches. Right. And um, those churches, I believe they represent 250,000 churches around the world right now um, and growing. And anytime that you are registered as a CCLI writer um, or church, you are receiving royalties for the performances of that church that weekend or whatever date it was on. Um, and they pay out twice a year as well. Awesome. Yeah. I remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> Those checks are nice when you yes. see them. You're like, oh, mailbox money. Awesome. <laughs> yes. It is nice. Yeah. So as an independent writer, mm-hmm. you're also registering th- your songs through CCLI. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, on the admin side, anything that I'm doing where you know, it's not in a TV film deal where I'm the one that's in control of the publishing. You know, the first thing I do is performance rights organization. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once the song is out, it's making sure is the copyright on the song and who is in control of the copyright and also, you know, going into CCLI. But there's also something called Sound Exchange. And mm-hmm. Sound Exchange is a company that collects extraterrestrial royalties so anything with Sirius XM satellite radio Pandora um, songs that are played on like the music choice TV channel when you go sit in the dentist office and they have music choice pulled up Mm -hmm. you know that's a public performance and sound exchange picks up a lot of that so Mm -hmm. sound exchange is free to join Um, CCLI is free to join they just take a percentage out of the royalties that they would pay out that you wouldn't have anyway right so So. it's totally worth it it's totally worth it yeah Yeah, why would you not yeah um and i've received some pretty good checks from sound exchange from um songs that have been on country radio where a series xm had put them up um on some of their hot country playlists Mm -hmm. and it's nice just to have that check come in where you're like oh there's hundreds of dollars that i would have not had and it takes yes. me, what, five minutes to mm-hmm. put all the information in and just sit back and let it happen. So Let the money come Let in. it roll in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so far you finished the song. Yep. You registered it with your PRO. Um, you, what was the next thing? Um, copyrights. Oh, copyright. Yeah. Okay. Um, there was another thing you mentioned a second ago. Sound exchange. Sound exchange. There was one in between those. 
uh, CCLI. <laughs> We're backtracking. CCLI. CCLI, that's it. <laughs> all of the okay, ones. Okay, so those are all the steps so far, correct? Yep. Okay. Correct, yeah. So copyrights, I mean, it's $55 a copyright. So if you're an independent writer and you're playing the song one time at, you know, like a songwriting round restaurant, um, I always consider, okay, it's one song. $55. I'm not making $55 from this performance. Mm-hmm. So when I think copyright, I think the song is coming out on an album or a single. And I know that I'm getting that profit back. Right. But it's also going to be playlisted. So mm-hmm. it could be on a Spotify curated list. It could be on Pandora. So copyright, you know, registering your songs with BMI it's a form of copyright, but a performance rights organization does not copyright your songs. And a lot of people think that, you know, once it's registered, it's, you know, set. A copyright honestly begins when you have a rough demo of the song or mm-hmm. it's in a fixed form. You have the lyrics down. But going to copyright.gov and securing your copyright is just another added measure to make sure that, you know, nobody's going to infringe upon your work later, especially when it's out in the public. Mm-hmm. And isn't there a way to do batches of like 20 songs at a time? Right. So there's two forms of copyright. Form PA is performing arts, and that's anything lyric-wise. That's really going to hold your lyrics, and you'll still upload um, an MP3 of the work in that fixed form. Mm -hmm. Form SR is a sound recording copyright. So if you have the entire album done and you're the rights holder for the album, you can register the whole entire album as one work, and it also registers and copyrights your lyrics for those songs. Mm -hmm. So SR, if I was an artist putting a whole entire EP or album out, I would probably do it as an SR and it's $155 fee for the entire album and that secures the sound recording and the lyrical content. Mm -hmm. Um, Form PA, if I'm the only writer on all of these songs uh, and they are not coming out on a CD, I could register them. And I could register a whole set for $55. That's awesome. When it comes down to co-writing, typically you register them individually because there's so many different writers Mm -hmm. on each song of an EP. Mm -hmm. So that's something to take into consideration. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if you're playing the songs out consistently and you've released them, you know, for the world to hear, uh, a copyright is not a bad thing to have. Right. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of people are, like you said, like super concerned, like right when they finish a song and they're actually, they're maybe doing it even at their own church a couple times right? something like that. Yeah. Um, but they're afraid that they have to do that immediately. And um, I usually, my advice is usually wait until Right. It's being used regularly or it's on a, an album or something to that effect. Right. Otherwise, you're spending a lot of money up front and you may not break even. Correct. Um, when you get your royalties back in the mailbox, you might be right. surprised. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you might be wondering where yeah. your royalties are. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. It's always, I think as an independent writer, an independent artist, um, you know, it takes a lot of money and effort to get the song out. Uh, especially if you're recording it and releasing it on a single or an EP or an album yourself. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that goes into paying production for things. So I always say if you're spending the money to make it come out, 
you know, $55, go ahead and do it. If you've already spent, you know, thousands of dollars on production and marketing to get it out, just go ahead and have it done. Yes. If it's something that you're just playing out here and there and you don't plan to release it or it's not going to be released for a while, Mm -hmm. it's already in a secured form. You're already playing it. Mm -hmm. You do have um, that backup if needed. Mm -hmm. But, you know, $55 is a lot compared to a dollar a performance for playing it at a coffee shop. (laughs) So it's quite a window in between. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, there is. Is mm-hmm. that what it is? That's what you get a dollar uh, for yeah. performance? Most typically, yeah, one dollar. Um, if you have a song, you know, being played on a major tour, mm-hmm. uh, it definitely goes up from there. And it's based on um, if it was a paid ticket, you know, paid audience, mm-hmm. or if it was, you know, 10 people in a room or 5,000 or 50,000 people in a room. Mm-hmm. You know, the bigger the audience, um, the higher the ticket price the more that you get from that performance. Cool. Yeah. Everybody, go get your song on a 50,000-seat arena. Be great. Okay. Right. We'll be working on that. We'll be, yes. <laughs> we'll it's be the goal. On that. Yes. I love it. Okay, so um, that's awesome so far. What's next? What's What happens yeah. after we get to that point? So we've registered it. Right. We've checked with the PRO. We're checking on the performance royalties. Right. We registered with Sound Exchange. We registered with CCLI. This is a big song. It's a whole list of things. This is a big it's song. Gonna be, it's going to be a hit. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. So, you know, the next thing is really paying out those royalties. Um, at this point, you'd be paying out mechanical royalties for any uh, writers and publishers of that one particular song. Mm -hmm. And if you had an entire album of 10 songs, you'd be paying royalties to writers and publishers of all 10 songs. Well, and I know a lot of independent artists that I've written with tons. Yeah. And um, a lot of them, they want to do the right thing. Right. But it's so complicated, they get overwhelmed. Yeah. And yeah. Well, distribution now takes care of a lot of that too. Mm -hmm. So if you're using DistroKid, um, AWOL, uh, even like Sony's The Orchard takes care of a lot of that for That's you. That's good. Well, where I you would, can I log would in. recommend that. Yeah. I use DistroKid. It's my favorite. You can, um, they have like a, an area with your bank mm-hmm. where, you know, all your royalties and downloads come in and you can just set up your writers and you can pay them their 1% or 3% or 33%. I mean, anywhere from one to a hundred, mm-hmm. you can split that song up and pay them correctly for what they're due for being a co-writer on that song. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. amazing. Way less math. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you were doing math, uh, the mechanical royalty rate is uh, 0.091%. So it's, you know, split between all writers and publishers, and then you just continue to divide that. So that's per download from um, Apple Mm -hmm. or Amazon, and that's also per physical copy. So if a song is sold on a CD... Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of churches still print a certain amount of CDs and sell CDs in the lobby. What about YouTube? Yeah. Things like that. So, again, with uh, distribution catching up Mm -hmm. to, um, you know, the streaming and YouTube monetization, all of that goes through a lot of distribution. So DistroKid actually will come in and they will uh, monitor that when they put your song on there and they will include that in all of your royalty statements. That's amazing. And it'll show you like a breakdown of everything too, Mm -hmm. of who, what, when, where. Mm -hmm. Um, Every stream comes in now Mm -hmm. with a timestamp, which is great. 
So a lot wow. of that is taken care of through distribution. You don't even have to worry about that, which is great. It's one less thing on this list to worry about. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So just do it. Just right. Distro kid. Distro kid. Um, AWOL, STEM, uh, Song Trust. No, what any is, of those companies? What is the percentage for a YouTube view? Do you remember uh, what that is? Man, I thought it was point zero 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 seven one. It's something crazy low. It's really low. Somebody recently told me if you own 100% publishing on a song, mm -hmm. it takes, and, and, and you get a million views, you get a couple hundred bucks. Right. Whereas the artist might get four to $5,000. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so low for writers compared to the artists. So if yeah. you're a, a, an artist and a writer, um, kudos to you. You'll get a much larger check, but right. yeah, uh, it's very low. Streaming is very low. Um, I believe uh, Spotify is .00071 as well wow. per stream. So if you had something like 1.5 million streams, you, you might end up being you know, $7,000 in mm -hmm. as the only writer of that song. Which most songs are co-writes. So. Three, four, five, six people, yeah. Yeah. So then that's then divided amongst even more people, so. And I know there's legislation that people are working on right, right now to try to change that, but in the yeah. meantime, just don't count on that for your main source of income. Right, live performance is definitely higher. Mm -hmm. Um you know, CCLI pays a little bit higher as well, just because it's it's in the church and it's the local church realm. Mm -hmm. um, and they do a really great job of that. Now, if this is, you know, still kind of blowing your mind of paying mm -hmm. royalties out with, you know, cutting people a check for 0.091, but dividing it by six people on a song or your distribution is kind of a little confusing. There is uh, the Harry Fox agency mm -hmm. and you can sign up for free as well. Um, again, you know, free is they take, you know, Harry Fox is 11.5% of your royalties that you wouldn't have had anyway. Right. Um, and they will do the admin and licensing for you and they will pay and distribute out as well. So you'd just be harryfox.com and you could sign up for that. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. So there are ways to get, through everything. Yeah. After writing a song, all the admin, um, it becomes easier the more you do it. One song at a time. Um, don't be afraid to Google questions or to look up questions. You can ask me questions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anything. Yes. So, yeah. Um, I wish we could take questions right now. People have them right <laughs> Yes. Now. We would have the call light on. Yeah, we would. Yeah. And maybe we'll do that at some point. Sure. Just do some live Q&A because yeah. I think... It's, it's really important to understand these things, especially because writers aren't getting as paid as much as right. they have in the past, you know, right. from a percentage perspective. Yeah. Um, and so we want to encourage writers to keep writing. Um, we feel like the church needs every voice. Mm -hmm. There's a reason they're here. There's a reason they have their gifts. And um, as much as we can encourage them to continue writing, keep that craft going, um, you know, yeah. we want to do that. Plus, you know, you have to sometimes feed a family on that income. And, right. Um, and in order to do that, this, these things are really important to have a grasp of. So give us a brief, like rundown again of step at a time, just name it again. Yeah. All the way through. And then, um, and then any, any thoughts you have after that? Yeah, so, you know, step one, you wrote the song. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. um, 
Step two, you know, performance rights organizations. Um, then really looking into distribution, copywriting the song if it comes out, mm-hmm. sound exchange if the song is for church, uh, join CCLI. Mm-hmm. And if you have any further needs for uh, mechanical royalty payouts and you don't want to take care of that yourself or have distribution, then it's the Harry Fox Agency. Amazing. Well, mm-hmm. you make it sound so easy, Holly. Uh, 11 years in, it gets easier, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. man. Well, it seems like we could do, like, honestly, conversation, a deeper conversation <laughs> on every one of those things we, that we just talked yeah. about today. But um, but that's a great overall yeah. perspective. It's a great start. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. Um, so thank you so much for sharing that with us. Yeah. And um, anytime. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And how how can people connect with you if they want to? Um, do you have a website? Do you have an Insta? Or what's the best way for people? Yeah. To find you mostly just on Instagram. It's at Holly Salazar. Okay. And um, you can direct message me too, and I will eventually get back to you. <laughs> Pretty quick. Eventually. It's not that bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and do you help people? Like, is this something that you do in general? Do you? Yeah. Do, do people pay you to help them with this process? <laughs> yeah. Or? So okay. um, I speak at a lot of conferences mm-hmm. throughout the year. Um, a lot of churches will just direct message me. Um, and I've I've met a lot of people, you know, through writing songs for right. the church. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something that I started out to make a business. Right. Um, you know, a lot of things we don't ever imagine or start, but the Lord just kind of hands them to us. Mm-hmm. So this was definitely something that the Lord just handed and said, you know, continue to do this uh, for my church. Right. So, um, yeah, I will help churches do song admin um, once, you know, sometimes you do the whole process with the church, whether it's writing, then song admin, making sure they have mechanical royalties set up and paying those out to their writers, their publishers. A lot of churches still write with um, integrity or um, Mm -hmm. capital writers. Right. And so it's definitely, um, you know, of importance to make sure that, you know, signed writers get paid as well. Right. For helping um, write those songs with the church. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if you uh, have questions or any song admin needs, you can direct message me and we can discuss that further. Um, but, yeah, I'll be out and about and around, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, Holly. Um, Thanks. That is it's such valuable information, what you shared with us. And um, we will we'll have you back and we'll have some more maybe Q&A time in the future. Awesome. Yeah, let's do but it. Meanwhile... Send us your questions, guys, if you have any, and you've got Holly's info if you want to get in touch with her. So, yep. Um, thank you, Holly, and God bless you and all you're doing. Thanks, Chrissy. Hey, everybody. I wanted to give you that coupon code we talked about. So, first of all, you can find the course by visiting ChrissyNordoff.com, K R I S S Y N O R D H O F F is in Frank.com slash song admin. And when you check out, use the coupon code BRAVE50 and you'll get $50 off. You can also find the link for that exact same course in the show notes of this podcast. Thanks for listening to the Brave Podcast, awakening dreams, purpose, and songs. You can visit braveworship.com to learn more about how you can join one of the upcoming Brave Coffees in your local area. We'd love to connect with you on Instagram at Brave Worship and on Facebook at Brave Worship Page. 
We'd also love for you to join us at our next songwriting event or missions trip. And you can stay up to date on all of those things and the latest happenings when you sign up for our newsletter at braveworship.com. The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our Worship Songwriter Mentorship. Now, it's available only a few times each year. The Worship Songwriter Mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove Award-winning and Grammy-nominated, uh, drumroll here, please, <laughs> our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course and a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship, you'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation. You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus, You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.